I have to admit, this was a grand eye-opener. <laughs> I love knowing it, and of course, that means I must share it with you. <laughs> Are we telling God what to do? And when I say God, you guys know, if you know me at all, that you can use whatever label floats your boat. Universe, source, higher power, God, God of my understanding. Just choose it. I even told a client one time, I don't care if you call God dear George. <laughs> God knows. <laughs> I know and you know that you're actually talking to in conversation with the God of your understanding. So here we go. Are we giving God direction in our prayers? This was huge for me. I love being able to express what I desire, of course. And I love being able to ask the God of my understanding in my prayers for what I desire. But I usually do it, I've learned to do it, in a way that is open. Open and willing and full of possibilities. So here I go. I'm going to give you some examples of kind of what this looks like. And then I will turn around and flip them the best I can. So, dear God, please help me burn every bridge that leads me back to pain. Hmm. Powerful prayer. Hmm. Dear God, please help me break free from things that are breaking me. Mm. See, these prayers seem so legit. Dear God, please help me release what's stealing my joy, my peace, my love. Mm. Dear God, please protect me from anything not sent by you. Okay, to me, that last one is a given. A lot of people don't realize this, but I believe, and you might embrace this concept and play with the possibilities around it, that we are born protected. Yes, I used to believe that I needed to bubble up, bubble up around certain energy-sucking little humans. <laughs> uh, for example, like in my family. <laughs> Or, for example, some of my friends. You know, just the negative Nellies that just continue to spiral around and play in trauma and drama and just everything about their lives, right? We are born protected. And all we have to do, and I love this, all we have to do is choose not to eat that poison. <laughs> Right? Not to take that in. And we don't have to kick anybody to the curb. I love that concept too. I don't have to release people to protect myself. I just rise to that 70,000 foot view and observe what's going on here and choose to just let it go. Like let it fall to the floor and give it no 
attention. It is what it is. And I have learned, and I love this, to love anyway. Love more. Starting with self. I love myself enough, right? Not to take that in. I love them enough to sit and be patient and compassionate and kind and courteous and loving. I don't have to dismiss them. I don't have to, don't need to, don't want to correct them. And so on. So if we go back up to dear God, please burn every bridge that leads me back to pain. It is the pain. If you'll sit in it and love on it and create lots and lots of possibilities around it, it is the pain, it is the wound, it is the trauma that actually allows us to see things for what they are. And this is something that the God of my understanding does for me, not to me, does for me to be able to put my spectacles on it. (laughs) When I'm in pain, I want to look at that and ask myself a bazillion questions. What does that mean for me? The biggest question is, where do I do that? Right? If I have a family member, let's say, that just constantly interrupts and constantly in drama and constantly having challenges and on and on and on, I can just ask myself, where am I doing that? In any way, shape, or form, it probably won't be the same place as them, but I guarantee for me to see that in them, I too own it. And I am on and taking on the perspective detective hat of looking where I do that. If you have a son that's interrupting you and he's only seven or 10 or five or whatever, just simply step into where do I interrupt? Am I interrupting my significant other? Am I interrupting good that is intended to flow to me? Am I interrupting with um, some sort of downer or depression or negative thinking or dismissing my quiet time? Am I interrupting the flow, right? We can interrupt in so many different ways. The second one, dear God, please um, help me break free from the pain that is breaking me. The pain is not intended to break you. The pain is intended to communicate with you, whether it's body pain or spiritual pain or emotional pain or mental pain. Is It's there and designed to communicate with me, with you. So I have had an experience in the last couple of years of severe body pain, especially severe leg pain. And I just looked to that for what it was there to tell me, to teach me, to show me about the way I was going through my daily life. That pain allowed me to step into experiences that I had never experienced before. 
like laying. As long as the spine is straight, I can lay and elevate my legs. And I learned through practicing that I could alleviate and move that pain out of my body just with breath. Big, deep breaths in, focusing only on the breath and taking that oxygen, that breath, all the way to my toes and back again. I'd been trying to meditate for years and felt so much like a failure, unsuccessful, but I didn't know that I could lay with my spine straight and focus on my breath, the breath in and the breath out, and that too is meditation. You see, we little humans really like to complicate things. And I'm here to say in this podcast that our objective, our goal, our desire, my desire is I want to simplify things. I don't want to sit up straight with my legs crossed and my forefinger and my thumb touching and try to focus on the breath and be so distracted. I don't want to sit up and do that. I loved, loved, loved laying down spine straight, hands open, focused on the breath. And I did that. Do that still. I don't have the body pain that I had before, but I do that still on a daily basis, about three times a day. And I set my phone alarm for 10 minutes. I leave that practice, discipline, discipline or whatever, still laying down, going straight into using my imagination. One of my favorite things, favorite desires that I would love to experience before I exit this earth is to be able to take a friend or family member on a cool vacation, quarterly, a different person every time or whatever, and go to an infinity pool that is located by the beach and spend more than a week. And I would love to pay for everything. I would just love to gift that to my beautiful friends and my beautiful family members that I love so much. And I want us to giggle and cackle and carry on and have seafood and cocktails and fun out the wazoo. That's where I go in my imagination. And does that create quarterly vacations for me? Well, kinda, like it's on my calendar. I don't exactly get to buy the tickets yet, and I don't exactly get to spend more than a week yet. But in my mind, in my imagination, I'm there often. And what it's done is create these avenues of income. Money flows to me, opportunities flow to me, and all these different beautiful things flowing to me that are taking me closer and closer and closer to the actual reality that I could do that someday. And isn't that fun? Like I'm, I can see that this thing that happened moves me closer to that. What my imagination felt, what my imagination brought to me as far as goosebumps and feeling the breeze and the sun on my face and the large cackling laughter. (laughs) This little thing brought me closer to that. And this little thing brought me closer to that. And this little thing brought me closer to that. 
So I leave all the possibilities open to the God of my understanding and to creation and to feeling the feels of what it would feel like, which I do every single day. I'm doing right now in this moment, feeling the feels of the joy that I have in my daily activities. Talking to clients and coaching calls gives me so much joy. So I love to lay down and go into my breathing discipline and then go into my imagination discipline and think about all the clients that are reaching out to me and how much fun we have. No, it's not always easy. <laughs> Just like this particular podcast, I am challenging your thinking and your thought processes, asking you, do you try to give God direction? Are you telling God what to do? Or are you going into prayer and conversation open and willing to look at all the possibilities and leaving that open for the God of our understanding to bring to us what brings us closer to those desires that give us the goosebumps. Next one is please, dear God, please help me release what's stealing my joy, my peace, my love. You're asking God to remove or release or take away what's stealing your joy. And the flip side of that is to step in and look at yourself, what's stealing your joy, and step away from it. The first thing that you do when you step away from it might not be the thing that sticks with you. But then you try another and another and another just creative releasing and stepping away from what's stealing your joy. Knowing thyself thoroughly is knowing what steals your joy. Your peace, your serenity, your love. Sometimes that's another little human, but we don't have to kick those little humans to the curb. We can just step away from those moments that trigger us or steal our joy, our peace, our serenity, or our love, our feelings of love. We can step away from that. We can go pee and pray. We can say, I ain't going for a walk. I'll catch you later. Oh, I, you can say, I love you. I love you so much. I know that you'll get this worked out. And then move on, move away. Okay, last one. Dear God, please protect me from anything not sent by you. Everything is sent by the God of our understanding. You are brought even into relationship to next level, to up level, for your wounds to be exposed. If you think about your partner as the ingredient that is designed to come into your life and expose your wounds, your wounding, your hurts, your triggers, if you don't attack them and you choose to look in the mirror and say to yourself, what about this am I doing? Like if your partner isn't listening to you, where do I not listen at times? If your partner calls you names or is ugly to you, you can say, where am I ugly sometimes? Where do I call names or label people as an asshole or a 
jackass. I did all that, right? Where am I a jackass? Where am I being a jackass in some portion or piece of my life? It's usually not the same place as what you're seeing in this person that's mirroring back to you what you can look for. It's usually in another place. But just raising your hand and owning, taking ownership and responsibility that you could not recognize that in that person or place or thing. You could not recognize that out there if it wasn't in here pointing at my heart. Where do I do that? Where am I like that? The getting to know thyself thoroughly is to know those little tiny intricate pieces of yourself. And getting to know thyself thoroughly when you look at that inside of you and ask the questions of where do I do that and you address them, you change them. Because remember, we can only change ourselves. When we do that, we step straight into being and becoming more compassionate, more understanding, more communicative, meaning we embrace and love communicating what we've learned about ourselves because as we've learned it about ourselves, we also acknowledge that it was you, the other person, that shined at that light so I could see myself myself even more thoroughly. This could be your kids even. It can be your neighbor. If your neighbor is a stink pot, where are you being a stink pot in life? <laughs> if your kids are just, you know, walking all over you or not following through on the rules of the house, so blah, 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 blah. Where are you not following the rules in the house? Where are you being fake? Where are you being mm, niceties that you don't really mean? Or where are you lying to yourself? Or where are you lying to your children about who you are? Step into knowing thyself thoroughly, knowing who you are, and knowing how you're hiding and keeping secrets and not being forthcoming about you, about yourself. There is no going out there and changing others. Those others are in your life to hold up a mirror so you can see you. And when you go in prayer to the God of your understanding, keep it in a place where you can see the flow. Keep it in a place where you're open and willing and embracing all the possibilities, including the flow that God brings into your life, higher power brings into your life, creator brings into your life to show you more of who you are. Soften. Put the dukes down. I know I say this and I say this often, but it is my best thinking that got me to where I was. It is my best thinking today that can mess with my mojo and my flow in my life. So I laid down, I laid down over and over and over again, my best thinking. 
so I can step into and embrace truly what's in front of me as if it were holding a mirror and saying, if you see this in me, Teresa, it's because it is in you, Teresa. Work on that, baby. Can you take that in? If you're seeing it in them, it's in you. And it is your calling to work on that, to find it, to change it, to next level it. And you can ask the God of your understanding to show that to you. Show me. All right, dear God, please show me. Guide me. Lead me. Put the things in front of me that will allow me to see more of me and more of self-expression and more truth and more authenticity, more flow, more joy, more love. Okay, that's all. (laughs) Over and out. I'll see you next time. I love you so big. Isn't this just kind of uh, wild? I spent, what, 60 years not knowing this? And now I know today that I don't want to give God what, I don't want to say to the God of my understanding, this is what I want, this is what I want you to do. (laughs) I don't, (laughs) my best thinking, don't want any part of that prayer. I want to turn it over, give it up, surrender it, and totally allow what the God of my understanding, creator, universe, uh, source, higher power has for me to look at. I might hang up this actual podcast and get a phone call that will be about, what will it be about? Something that God of my understanding wants me to uh, rise up to a 70,000 foot view and look at. I love you. I'll see you next time. This is Teresa signing off. <laughs>